This is Magic Drive Time, your daily dose of Orlando Magic basketball. Drops it off to Vooch, he'll dunk it down. Daddy Vooch! Magic Drive Time is presented by International Diamond Center, your local diamond experts since 1981. Throws up ahead to Isaac and look at the tomahawk from the seminal. Chief Osceola smiling somewhere. Now here's your host, Dante Marcatelli. And welcome everyone to Magic Drive Time, presented by International Diamond Center. Dante Marcatelli here with you. Jake Chapman is our producer, and today makes two months since the NBA season was suspended. We hope we get back at some point playing games. Uh, The Advent Health Orlando Magic practice facility opens tomorrow on a voluntary basis, so that's a good start, I guess, but still a long way back to getting to, uh, to, to return to the floor to play basketball games. Lots to get to here on Drive Time. Next segment, a sneak preview of our interview with Jonathan Isaac from Pod Squad. This segment, we're going to look into the magic portion of the last dance from last night. Episode 7 and 8 ran last night. Episode 8 uh, had some magic appearances in there from the 95 and 96 postseason. As we all work to get through these unprecedented times, the Magic and Papa John's have teamed up to address one of Orlando's most pressing issues, hunger. Now through May 20th, when you order online at papajohns.com or through the official Papa John's app and use code MAGICGIVE, 25% of the proceeds from your online order will go directly to the Second Harvest Food Bank of Central Florida. Throw an assist to those in need and order Papa John's and use code MAGICGIVE today. My guest, the television voice of the Orlando Magic, David Steele, all games on Fox Sports Florida. And let's bring him in now and... uh, David, uh, I tell you what, first of all, how are you doing? How's the family doing? And, and are you back in Orlando now? Yeah, everybody's good. Uh, we are back in Central Florida. So, uh, you know, hoping, like you said just a moment ago, Dante, that things uh, start brightening up for us here on the NBA uh, front. But uh, it's good to be back in Central Florida. I know you're following all the news, and as soon as we have updates, uh, we'll certainly relay word. But a good Mother's Day. It's a good time, uh, obviously, Sally. I'm sure. Did you get to see family? Do you not get to see family? I mean, how are you playing this whole thing right now? Yeah, we did. We we have, uh, as you know, Dante. We have one uh, daughter here uh, with uh, a husband and three three children. So we were able to get together with them, celebrate Mother's Day for for both the mothers. I, I know uh, it's a, it was a special day in our household and one in, in yours too, wasn't it, Dante? It certainly was. That certainly was. It was fantastic, and we wish a happy Mother's Day to to all those moms out there. And uh, these Fox Sports Florida re-airs, I know you've been enjoying those. We've got some more coming up this week, and this will be the uh, the 2009 first round against Philadelphia, but it's been fun to watch that 95 playoff series against Chicago, against Indiana the last couple of weeks, and and we got some more Fox Sports Florida re-airs. But, David, I trust you're watching the Last Dance documentary, and uh, before we get into the magic portion of that, just – what do you make of this right now? I, I'm, I'm just mesmerized by all the information, the hours of footage that they had to pour through. And to me, this documentary has been fantastic to this point. Yeah, it's hard to it's hard not to just be excited about every Sunday night because, you know, for one thing, there's not a lot of other things to look forward to in the sporting world. <laughs> right. So, you know, we've got that on Sundays and it is such a well-produced show. Um, and, uh, you know, so a lot of stuff that, you know, we, I lived through it uh, as a broadcaster for the Magic. So, I you know, I knew on the surface a lot of stuff that has been covered in that documentary. But, you know, it goes deeper and you find out a lot of information that uh, would have had no idea about 
um, as, as the series continues. So it, it's been so much fun to watch. I look forward to it every week. What do we got? One more week? Is that it? Just two we more One hours? more week. It's hard to believe. Yeah. When this thing first started, you're thinking, wow, 10 episodes. Huh? That's going to take forever. And now here we are. We're six days away from the conclusion. But but I want to jump into it. 1995. It, it, it goes back, uh, I think it was episode eight. And uh, the Magic make a few appearances in there. And Jordan has just come back from uh, his 18-month sabbatical playing baseball which even before you get to the postseason, it, it's not, you know you look at those numbers for Michael as a baseball player. I know you're a big baseball fan and played baseball as well, but for him to jump right into the to, right into Double A and, and have an average of 200, which for me, my entire life I thought was unimpressive, and you make everyone's making the point that he failed at baseball. When they tell the story the way they did, sounds like it was pretty impressive, even to do what he did right there in Double A, David. You're right. And, you know, I think if I remember correctly, the take generally back then was that he failed at baseball, you know, right. that he, uh, he he hit 200 or whatever. And, you know, he, he just uh, he had no chance to make the major leagues. But after, you know, what we found out last night, he, he perhaps came a lot closer than any of us uh, imagined at that time. You know, and uh, the only thing that's comparable is what Tim Tebow has done, you know, going from quarterback yeah, right. uh, college and NFL team and making a run at, at a professional baseball career. Those are special athletes, no question about it. But uh, it makes you wonder, could he have made the major leagues? He was still young enough to make a run at it. If he had stayed with baseball, would he have been in the majors? You know, it sounds like a, a, you know, a lot of people thought that he, he perhaps could have done that. And now we'll never know because they have that uh, they have that strike year. He walks out. He returns to the Bulls. Finishes 17 games that season. Goes through the first round of the playoffs, the second round, and now they're sit the Orlando Magic, uh, or sorry, in the Eastern Conference semis. So he gets to the semis against Orlando. Just take us through the feeling going into that series, David. There you are, the Magic finally have their first postseason win against the Boston Celtics. Your reward. You get the Chicago Bulls, the legendary Michael Jordan. He returned. What was the feeling in town, and, and what were your uh, thoughts and sentiments going into that series? I think you back up one series, Dante, for the Magic, and you go back and think about that first series against Boston, yep. which um, that was a one versus eight. And it, it truthfully could have gone either way. I mean, the, the series went – I think it was a best of five. It went four, but Boston uh, won one game in a blowout fashion, and – could have uh, very easily yes. made that a much more interesting series. You know, the Magic just didn't dominate the Celtics is what, I, what my point is. Um, and and the, the Magic, we had such a young team. Shaq and, and Penny were very, very young. Uh, Shaq was in his third year. He was only 22 years old. I think Penny was in his second year. He was 23 years old. Um, two superstar players. Uh, that's unprecedented that the top two players were that young. Uh, Superstar-type players getting... Uh, to the NBA Finals. So at that point, I just didn't know if they had enough uh, experience, um, uh, you know, enough talent to beat Michael Jordan and that Chicago Bulls group that uh, I think everybody felt like now that Jordan was back, they were just going to make a run right through to the NBA Finals again. So the feeling was that the Magic really had their, their, their hands full with that Chicago team. After struggling against Boston, Jordan was back. He played well in their first round series. So um, you know, I, I don't think anybody was real confident that Orlando was going to win that series. See, isn't that fascinating? And, and then you know how truth, they, how truth, you know, the, really how true that could have been. Speaking with David Steele from Fox Sports Florida, because 
Uh, the, the game one was getting away from you, David, and, and the Chicago Bulls had the ball about 16 seconds left, up by one. You figure Jordan's just going to handle the basketball, get fouled, make it a three-point game. Orlando still get a chance to uh, you know to tie the game at the end. But as you think about that last series, that last sequence, everything that's running through your head, the energy in the building, the feeling. I mean, Jordan had made some mistakes. He certainly looked human in that game to their, to that point. But I have to think you're thinking Chicago's at least going to get a couple of free throws and we're going to have to come down and have a chance to tie it with the three. Yeah. You know, when you're doing play-by-play, I'm not sure you have a lot of time to, to think through all <laughs> the possible scenarios, but I do remember a feeling of uh, kind of, uh, not, not depression, but just like uh, anguish that, um, you know, this if, if you lose game one, it, it's going to be very tough to win this series. And it looked like game one was going to be slipping away. And Jordan, when have you ever seen him make such a huge error like that? Right. Give Nick Anderson a lot of credit. I mean, obviously, Nick was relentless in his pursuit of Jordan. But, um, you know, it was just such a shock to see that play unfold as it did. And things turned around so quickly. I mean, that went from a deflection to a steal to uh, a fast break. And it all happened in like, I think, maybe two and a half or three seconds. So it was um, it was quite a, a thing to witness, and the crowd just went absolutely crazy. Um, one of the great moments, no doubt. I mean, I, I think it's pretty well um, acknowledged that that's one of the great moments in Magic history for sure. How about after that game, David? What, what do you? I mean, just to, it had to have been pure elation. You get that steal, you get the win. Now you go from okay, we we lost home court advantage, which actually ended up happening in game two anyway. But uh, just just to, the wide range of emotions, you know, just thinking you're probably not going to pull that out. To then saying, you know, this is one of the most iconic plays in NBA history. Really, you know, the the way if you, if you think about it, uh, you know, knocking the Michael Jordan and the Bulls out of the playoffs to now the end of the game and the excitement in the building in town, you just won game one from Michael and, and the Bulls. Yeah, I think the feeling was at least you have a chance because right. losing game one would have been, I think, devastating for a young team like Orlando. Um, the confidence was, was you know, w- was boosted for a young ball club. So I, the feeling, as I recall, Dante, was, you know, th- we could win this series because, I, like I said, going in, Um, There was a general feeling that, you know, Chicago was just going to be too tough for a young Magic team who had been, again, knocked out in the first round the year before. Only a second playoff appearance in franchise history. Struggled with Boston in the first round. And uh, but after winning game one, there was a confidence that started to build and it continued to build even after losing game two. Like you said, you lost home court advantage, but still, you know, it was a one one series. And uh, those young guys still had a lot of confidence. What was everybody's thought? Again, speaking with David Steele, Fox Sports Florida. And what was everybody's feeling, David, when, and I love it, I've heard the story from you and Jeff many times, but to hear it told nationally by Horace Grant, 45 isn't 23. (laughs) When you heard Nick had made those comments, I'm sure it was a whirlwind through the media, through the newspapers, and then he comes out in game two wearing number 23 and has the big game. What, What were your thoughts when Nick made those comments? Yeah, it was uh, kind of <laughs> kind of wince a little bit, like, oh, don't poke the bear. Right, um, right. And sure enough, you know, Jordan, I, you know, we didn't know he was going to come back out with 23. But uh, when he did and the look on his face um, in game number two, you, you, you knew it was uh, potentially going to be a long night for the Magic. Um, you know, and again, I, there was still not a lot of confidence that the series was going to go Orlando's way, um, right. especially 
after Chicago won game number two. But um, but I do recall the players uh, as young as they were, and uh, maybe they didn't know any better. They, they were confident, especially after winning game one. And going to Chicago and for game number three, it was still a team that believed they could win the series. You guys win the series and end up uh, heading on to play the Indiana Pacers. But what did you know then about how much that meant to Horace Grant? Just kind of fill us in on what Horace meant to that team. You heard, you know, you heard them mention last night how he was the piece. You know, he, he was the guy that kind of gave them that defense, that rebounding. So how much that series obviously must have meant to him. I didn't realize the war path he was on that year after not getting signed, re-signed there in Chicago. So he, he kind of had a chip on his shoulder, and and yeah. I, I'm sure that had to have been very sweet for him. Yeah, yeah, he did. I, what I recall is Horace was just uh, – he was a man on a mission in that series and throughout the playoffs, really. Um, you know, there were there were some hard feelings, some hurt feelings. Uh, there was a little friction between him and Michael Jordan. And, you know, I think what we're learning through this uh, TV special every Sunday night is – there was a lot of friction between Jordan and a lot of players uh, <laughs> right. and, uh, and Horace was one of them for sure. So he really wanted that very, very badly. And I think you saw that it, it all uh, came to a head after uh, the magic uh, eliminated Chicago in Chicago and the players knowing how important that series was to Horace Grant hoisted uh, big Horace on their shoulders and lifted him up uh, in Chicago stadium, right in front of the bulls crowd and, Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen, everybody looking on. Uh, that was a great moment for Horace Grant and the Magic. Uh, it certainly was. It's funny. Remember, we had Will Perdue doing radio for us for a while, and he'd tell stories about how hard it was to play with Michael. And I thought to myself, well, if I was Michael, I'd probably spend most of my time pretty mad at Will Perdue myself. So I kind of, <laughs> I kind of, I kind of discredited a little bit. But you're right. We get so we get to peel the curtain back and find out that he fought guys and poor Scotty Burrell. I, did you want to give that guy a bit of a hug there at yeah. some point last night, David? Yeah, he seems like such a great guy, doesn't he? And uh, you know, I think Jordan, Jordan, I think Jordan had a lot of respect for him too, even though he, you know, he poked he him a lot, just trying to motivate him. But uh, that was a great inside story that I had never heard. You know, I didn't know that much about Scotty Burrell except, you know, he was a talented basketball player. But um, like you said, that peeled back a layer that I, I was not aware of either. All right. Lastly, David, and then we'll get you out of here. But uh, fast forward to the next year, the 95-96 season. And there you are. This is a magic team. They kind of glossed over it and Jordan gets his revenge and it's a sweep. And I know guys were hurt for Orlando, so it wasn't really the, the full contingent. But that was a magic team that won 60 games that year. I mean, that was a very good basketball team that maybe if they play anybody else but the Michael Jordan-led Bulls, greatest team arguably of all time that season – Magic might have been headed right back to an NBA Finals appearance. You're right. I think that regular season was the most dominant team that Orlando has had, for sure. I mean, 60 wins, that pretty much tells the story. Uh, and there were so many games that year that were just absolute blowouts during the regular season. I mean, uh, I remember fans in Orlando kind of being bored with the outcome of a lot of games because it was just, uh, you know, so many blowout 20, 30-point victories night after night, especially on the home court. I think that's the stretch, Dante, where we won uh, maybe 39 out of 40 or something. I think the home yes, record was just, right. what was it, 39 and 2 or something like that. Correct, um, yep. so, you know, you didn't lose many games, but then Chicago was, was even better. You know, they were putting up an even more remarkable record. And then they also had the added motivation of, uh, of the revenge factor from the Magic having knocked them out the year before. So, um, uh, the, like you said, they were one of the all-time great teams. They were highly motivated. 
And that was uh, was not that great of a series. It did not go well. 4-0 sweep. <laughs> well, that was a motivated Bulls team. We're finding out now just how motivated they were and the work that Jordan put in and, and arguably the greatest team any season, uh, greatest season any team has ever had. All right, David, I appreciate it. Great to catch up with you. And, man, I hope me, you, and JT are getting together here at some point soon uh, to talk Magic basketball again. Be, be, be safe, be well, and we hope to see you soon. Thanks, Dante. I'm looking forward to it, too. Can't wait. Okay, appreciate it. That is David Steele, television voice of the Orlando Magic, and hopefully we are having games at some point. Again, the Orlando Magic practice facility opens tomorrow on a voluntary basis, uh, and if we get any more information, we will certainly send it your way. When we come back, Jonathan Isaac in a sneak preview from Magic Pod Squad. We'll be back in a moment here on Magic Drive Time, presented by International Diamond Center in just a moment. Our magic never compromise on the court. And magic fans don't have to compromise when it comes to diamonds, engagement rings, and fine jewelry. You always get more at International Diamond Center. IDC is Florida's leading jeweler, recognized statewide for excellence in every category, selection, value, and trust. And that's why we've been named exclusive jeweler of the Orlando Magic again this year. So come visit one of our eight showrooms across the state or 24-7 at shopidc.com forward slash go magic. International Diamond Center, where magic fans shop for jewelry. Hey Florida, if you need to venture out to get your essential items, please don't get behind the wheel if you've been drinking. Instead, find a designated sober driver or use a delivery service. And remind your designated driver to always wear their safety belt and comply with the speed limits. We want everyone to make it back home safely. Remember, drive sober or get pulled over. This message brought to you by the Florida Department of Transportation. Somewhere out there, there's a man on a park bench eating his 500th PB&J. He has no idea Papa John's has new papadillas that are way better than a boring sandwich. With Papa John's best meats, cheeses, and veggies hand-folded into a crispy flatbread crust. Someone better tell that man. Get a new papadilla in one of four flavors for just six bucks. Better ingredients, better pizza, better than a sandwich. Papa John's. Not valid with discounts, fees, and taxes. Extra prices may vary. Hey, Magic fans, are you holding your phone right now? As of January 1, 2020, motorists can be stopped and issued a citation for texting and driving. Motorists can also be cited for not using their device in a hands-free manner when in school and work zones. One text can take your eyes off the road for about five seconds. That's like driving twice the length of a basketball court with your eyes closed. To win while driving, you must focus. Put it down and focus on driving to arrive alive. Brought to you by the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles. At Advent Health, nothing is more important to us than you. That's why we're making it easy for you to get the care you need. If you're not feeling well, you can talk with one of our medical specialists through a live video chat, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, right from the comfort of your own home. Simply download the Advent Health app and request an appointment. The Advent Health app is available now. Simply IOA is home and auto insurance you buy online in three minutes or less. And we're proud to be the official insurance broker of the Orlando Magic. Simply IOA lets you compare policies from the nation's most trusted insurance companies, receive quotes, and buy coverage all in less than three minutes. So you'll have more time to cheer on the Orlando Magic. Visit simplyioa.com slash magic. Simply IOA is powered by Insurance Office of America. During challenging times, it's important to know we're in this together. 
OUC is here with you. We've reduced rates and expanded assistance programs to support residential and small business customers. We're looking ahead as storm season approaches and staying prepared to keep the lights on and clean water flowing. We're here with you because being the reliable one has never mattered more than when everything around us is unpredictable. Aaron Gordon takes a handoff, comes down the baseline, got to the top and rammed it home. Back-to-back dunks, Orlando. This is a three-point game. Hi, this is Orlando Magic head coach Steve Clifford. Since day one, the Orlando Magic have trusted the professionals at Jewett Orthopedic Clinic to keep us in the game. We not only think they are the best orthopedic group in Orlando, we think they are the best throughout the NBA. So go where the pros go and get back in the game with Jewett Orthopedic Clinic. Jewett Orthopedic Clinic, the official team physicians for your Orlando Magic. This is DJ Augustine of the Orlando Magic. You're listening to Magic Drive Time on Orlando's Sports Leader, 96.9 The Game. And welcome back to Magic Drive Time, presented by International Diamond Center. Dante Marcatelli here with you. As we all work to get through these unprecedented times, the Magic and Papa Joms have teamed up to address one of Orlando's most pressing issues, hunger. Now through May 20th, when you order online at papajohns.com or through the official Papa John's app and use code MAGICGIVE, 25% of the proceeds from your online order will go directly to the Second Harvest Food Bank of Central Florida. Throw an assist to those in need and order Papa John's and use code MAGICGIVE today. Welcome back to Magic Drive Time. And coming up tomorrow, if you go to iTunes, you go to TuneIn, you go to Google Play, wherever you find your podcast, you can hear myself and George Galante catch up with Jonathan Isaac. It's the latest installment of Magic Pod Squad. And we've got an excerpt for you right here to tide you over until tomorrow's release. Man, I, I love our guys. I love yeah. our guys. Every, everybody is, you know, there, there's a piece of it. Everybody's worried about, you know, staying safe in their families. And, you know, that's the thing that comes first. But we're still in a group chat with each other, checking up on each other um, and just still still playing jokes. Michael Carter Williams has been on uh, TikTok doing all, his, <laughs> doing all his TikToks. He's hilarious. So, uh, no, it's, it's been great. Um, I miss him. You know, I, I miss the arena. I miss you guys. I miss the coaching staff, just the entire organization. Um, but, you know, trying our best to get through this. So these guys are missed, but we try our best to stay connected like this right here. Yeah, this is great. Well, we appreciate you doing this. How, first and foremost, how is, most importantly, your family, your friends, your circle? As you mentioned a second ago, everybody's impacted by this in some way. But uh, how, how is everybody doing on your end? Yeah, I mean, thank, thank God everybody's healthy. My dad um, is usually in New York, but he's here now. Um, he, was here, he was here before the coronavirus hit. So Good. I'm grateful that he didn't have to go through, you know, everything that New York is going through. I still have some cousins in New York, but everybody's safe up there. Um, I've been in contact with them. And we just, uh, just <laughs> I go over to my mom's place every couple of days and check on them and make sure everybody's okay. Jeremiah's doing good. good. Uh, everybody, everybody's good. I appreciate that. So there you go, Jonathan Isaac from Orlando Magic Pod Squad. You can find that on iTunes, TuneIn, Google Play, and we want you to subscribe to the show. We want you to like it. We want you to follow it and listen uh, as we catch up with Jonathan Isaac. Uh, what came out uh, today as well as the Down the Road podcast, that's a look at the Lakeland Magic. Nick Runowitz catches up with Emil Jefferson, Lakeland Magic forward. Of course, Tuesday is Pod Squad. Wednesday is Uno a Uno. And Joey Cologne catches up with Bill Burgos, head strength and conditioning coach for the Minnesota Timberwolves. So you don't want to miss that for our Spanish language uh, Orlando Magic fans. And we also, right here on 96.9, We're going to have a re-air of the 2009 Eastern Conference Finals Game 3 
The Orlando Magic against the Cleveland Cavaliers. The Orlando Magic win that one. You certainly don't want to miss that as well. Thursday, we have Bear Tracks. Uh, that is hosted by Jesse Liebman. And Friday will be Magic Gaming. Uh, so, again, for the complete list, you can go to orlandomagic.com slash podcasts. And uh, we encourage you to tune in to as many as possible. That'll do it for this edition of Magic Drive Time. Thanks to David Steele. Thanks to Jake Chapman. Have a great week. And we'll see you next Monday right here on 96.9 The Game. When it comes to the best diamonds at the best prices in Florida, Magic fans choose International Diamond Center. It's why IDC has earned the title Exclusive Jeweler of the Orlando Magic year after year. IDC dominates the competition every day with a massive inventory of hand-selected diamonds, literally thousands of designer rings, an unparalleled selection of fashion jewelry, the guaranteed best values in America, and the strongest warranties in the jewelry industry. Learn more at shopidc.com slash gomagic, where Magic fans shop for jewelry. Hey, Magic fans, are you holding your phone right now? As of January 1, 2020, motorists can be stopped and issued a citation for texting and driving. Motorists can also be cited for not using their device in a hands-free manner when in school and work zones. One text can take your eyes off the road for about five seconds. That's like driving twice the length of a basketball court with your eyes closed. To win while driving, you must focus. Put it down and focus on driving to arrive alive. Brought to you by the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles.